0: Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host Corey Mascara and in today's episode we're going to talk about the importance of tuning into and holding your own inner complexity and how that then extends out to how you relate to other people. More to come on that in a moment. First let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so when I use the word complexity, I'm referring to the, we could say the mess of your inner world, what it means to be human, the fact that we have seemingly contradictory needs at times, we you know, crave to be able to let go, but another part of us really wants to and, and feels the need to hold on, we want to be loving and open, and at the same time, We feel the need to uh, put up a boundary or create separation. We may have a, a part that wants one thing and another part that wants something else that's in conflict with that. We may notice that we have desires that feel really positive and aligned and mature and other desires that feel dark or negative or potentially destructive. So... This is what I mean by the the complexity of your humanness. And our tendency is to uh, avoid complexity. Complexity is hard to hold space for. It's uncomfortable to look at. Nobody wants to look at the part of themselves that uh, wants to destroy or hurt another person or the part that is judgmental and selfish Or the part that feels shame and, and, you know, gets really caught in patterns of self-hate and not feeling good enough. And uh, why me? You know, all of this is is hard to look at head on. And because of that, we tend to distract ourselves and pretend it's not there or put on a, a mask of presentation of ourselves that we think is going to be accepted and presentable to other people and accepted and presentable to some part of ourselves. And many of us can lead our whole lives like this. This leads to a tremendous amount of projection. It's basically the foundation of projection. And what is projection? It's when something some aspect of your experience uh, hasn't been accepted in you, you and, and therefore like shamed or cast into the shadows of your awareness. You then make it wrong when you see it in another person or community or the world at large. you know classic example is you know being in a meeting, let's just say the p t a PTA meeting, and everyone's you know working out something and there seems to be some conflict, and you have a a a conflict avoidance or you a fear of conflict. Uh, but you put on the presentation of like, no, everything is good, we shouldn't get angry, and then you say something like that let 's all just get along. We all need to be nice, or you're being a little too judgmental right now, right and then at the heart of it, that person's seething, and so it's not a a clear expression that's a it's an avoidance of conflict it's because that doesn't feel safe within you, and then you make it wrong when you see it in someone else, and it's just disembodied, disconnected. Uh, And it destroys relationships as well because you're not actually meeting the aliveness of what's here, the truth of what's here. You're avoiding it on some level. And so it's understandable why it's uncomfortable to look at. And if we've had painful things in our past or we've been conditioned through how we were brought up to uh, turn away from uncomfortable things or not talk about them or not look at them. Um, then, yeah, it's like so understandable why we would do this. So we can we can name the reality of the pattern and still have deep compassion for why it occurs. Um, but the, the beauty of a personal growth journey, a self-awareness journey, a mindfulness journey, is that we're intentionally turning toward our own complexity, the stuff that's hard to look at. And when we do that when we when we look at like oh wow i do have some confusing thoughts or i don't know all the answers or i actually don't know what the heck i'm doing with my life and what i should do next or if i should be in this relationship uh or like if i love this person if i love my family like all, all these things that could come up that's like i would never name that like you just meet the truth of what's here it's hard at first and then something softens, and then you can hold it. And you hold it in a way that recognizes that it's not the full expression of you. It doesn't have to be a total indictment of your character and who you are. It's it's a, a facet of your experience. And when you see it clearly, you can also begin to understand why it might be there and the different layers to it. And from there, there's there's more compassion, more understanding. And the biggest thing for me with all of that is you, it becomes more personal because you're moving close to it. It's like, oh, yeah, this is, I'm meeting some aspect of myself. And at the same time, it becomes less personal. It's depersonalized. And it's understood as uh, just a part of what it means to, to be alive, to be human, to be you. And it, this thing that we were so scared of or didn't want to meet is now held head on, and it's not the defining aspect of you. And that is an example of of expanding to hold your own complexity without making that complexity wrong. It doesn't mean we necessarily give it uh, free rein to do whatever it wants to do. There's so many thoughts I have or desires I have that definitely should not be acted out in public. Don't go too wild with your imagination on that one. The main point being like every thought that runs through my head, it's not like I would announce that on a loudspeaker. It's just like, whoa, where'd that thought come from? I can't believe I, like, that would even arise in my mind or this tendency or this emotion. So we can have permission for it all in the sense that we're not making ourselves wrong at our core for having an experience. For the most part, it's like you didn't even ask it to arise. These things just arise. So we can give it that space and acceptance and compassion and understanding. And we can still have boundaries around it. And we can still hold it. And, and so we begin to take that journey and the sense of self expands. But the, the beautiful thing that then happens as an extension of that is we are better able to hold the complexity of others. Because we are, we're owning our experience. The the things that we would typically project, that we we feel shame around, and so we make wrong in another person. We see it in ourselves, just like oh yeah, there's a thought. I, I didn't ask this thought to come here. This feeling, uh, maybe have a little bit more understanding of why it's there. But uh, it just it it's arisen and. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person because it's arisen and I have compassion for it being there. You know, the more you do that with yourself, the more it just organically extends to other people. This was my one of my biggest insights with meditation practice, which so many people just chalk up to you know, selfish navel gazing. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably don't take that perspective, but that is one of the pushbacks on meditation. Um, and my experience of it was just always the opposite. The more I brought my awareness to myself and understood my humanity and held space for my humanity with love and compassion, the more I was just naturally doing that with other people. I wasn't even trying to, I wasn't even doing loving kindness. And you know, that amplifies it all, but just basic awareness and attunement Which can even be done outside of meditation. You know, you're paying attention to your life and, um, and the difficulty of it. And if you're really showing up for that and softening into it, something in you is going to open to hold the complexity for other people as well. I think that's why, in general, you know, it's not a definitely not a rule, but you'll see a trend that with age there tends to be more understanding, more compassion, more ability to pause. Um, So I think life itself does that. So uh, it's my encouragement to all of us to continue to turn toward the aspects of ourselves that we'd rather not look at, that feel painful to look at, and to continue to create the internal space of permission to, to be you, the different expressions of you, and to recognize that that's not a, a selfish thing to do. It's quite the opposite. Because if we don't do that, what will happen subconsciously is we will make the things that we've made wrong in ourselves, wrong in others. And I am just seeing it across the board. The amount of projection that arises in relationships and communities and culture and the world at large online. It's just there is a lot of unintegrated stuff for people. And when it's too painful to look at in ourselves, we point the finger at another. And sometimes we can point a finger at another and it can be coming from a clean place. Uh, And a lot of times it's happening as a subconscious uh, or unconscious, knee jerk reaction. And so, you know, look at your own relationships in your life uh, romantic, platonic, with family, and maybe explore where this has come up and things you've made wrong in another person. And, and it's an opportunity to check you know, do I have space for that expression in me or the, the seeds of that expression in me? Do I have space for my own potential for hatred? and destruction and anger and wanting to blow everything up at times, not literally, but maybe literally, right? Can you first make space for that in you, that you're a human like every other human? You know, when there's there's nothing that particularly holy, noble, uh, or ultimately evil than any other we all come into this world with a, a, a similar baseline hardware as human beings with brains and bodies uh, and it has the potential to be nurtured and um, adjusted based on how the, the experiences we have in our life and so can we can we really make peace with that and come to terms with that and understand that and be honest with ourselves and that and when we do it has a big impact on how we're able to do that with others. becomes a foundation for connection. And then at least we can interact honestly about what we're dealing with and our stuff, rather than pretending like it's not there and just leading with some mask of who we think we should be. So thank you all for tuning in. As always, thank you for your practice. I really do appreciate it. This is just significant work to keep listening to ideas like this and trying to integrate them. And you know, even if you do nothing more than tune into this podcast today or any other podcast uh, as a, a way of trying to illuminate your inner world or understand things a little bit better, uh, that is, that's important work, and I'm grateful for it. So thank you. Uh, as always, if you do want more support, Uh, You can join the daily text message community, and that's another little snippet in written form that you can get each morning, and uh, that's free as well. So if you'd like that, you can text the word podcast to 631-305-2874. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day. I'll talk to you tomorrow, and until then, take care.